Okay, so we are continuing in Hilchas uh, Sefer Torah, Kriya Sefer Torah, <coughs> in Simon Chav Gimel. We are up to Sefer Ches, and the limit again is that Slachas Nesano, Ben Yehuda Schava, him and all his uh, fellow Chaylim, and everyone has been mercy and nefesh for the protection of Klai Yisrael. So the kids of Simon Chav Gimel, Dinei Sefer Torah, Sefer Ches. They told the, the Eilat came up to the Torah, they called him up and they showed him this is where we're leaning from and he looked at it and made the bracha. There is, oops, we showed you the wrong place to, that we're going to be leaning and we need to lay in a different part. Whether they started leaning and then realized or whether after you finished the bracha, before they started leaning, they already realized. So what is the bracha? Depends. If when he opened up the Torah and they showed it to him, yes, they pointed at point A. And the part they needed to lay in was point B. But point B was already open in the Torah. And as when they opened the Torah to show him, theoretically, he could have been able to see the part that they were supposed to lay in from. Even if it's the next column. And tonight number two. So tonight one is, it's open to there. Tonight number two is, it's a head in the Torah of where they showed him. So you don't have to make a second bracha. Because when he made the bracha, his das was on what he's making the bracha and forward from that point. But if the part that they have to lean from was not open in front of them and they'd have to roll the tire to get to that part, I feel that if it was open. But it's in the tire before the part where they showed him. You need to make a second bracha of Ashabachavanu. But don't say Baruchu a second time. So you're going to make a second bracha Before that, make a bracha for the first that was a bracha levatala, and then make another bracha. Now, so the kid says you need both time to be correct. It has to be that it was open to it, and it has to be further ahead from where you are leaning. However, the Shabura says that as long as it was open, the part where the leaning was open in front of him, the time they rolled the Torah, that he, that he made the bracha, even if it's behind, that is still um, okay. But the Meshavura says, even if it's okay in the sense that you don't have to make another bracha. Meshavura says, what you should do if it's in front of you, if let's say, you know, they showed you, you're at a shlishi, and they, and they showed you uh, Ravi, and then they went back to, to shlishi, you should lean a few psukim from the point that they showed you. In other words, let's say, you get to the point where they showed you, and continue past the point they showed you, a few psukim, even though that really wasn't the place um, where you were uh, ideally supposed to lean initially. Meshavur also brings Shittas that hold that as long as the part where they showed you is within this parashas of Shavua, they do not have to go back and make another bracha, even if they roll it. And he says, he leaves it as ein moichel biyadim. In other words, that he doesn't pass me. That's what he should do, but you can't, he can't be moichel in somebody who does not make the bracha, uh, since there are Shittas who hold that. Okay, right. So let's say this mistake happened, and it would be a case where theoretically you'd have to go back, but you only said the words Baruch Hashem. So you have the option of just saying, and therefore it's not a bracha of Atala, and then you can go back and make another bracha without having to do Baruch Hashem. The Meshavur says um, it really depends. So it's like this. He says, if you said Baruch Hashem, they realize right after Baruch Hashem they showed you the wrong spot. So if you're able to get to the correct spot very quickly without it being a hefzakhne bracha, so you do them Baruch Hashem. Wait a second, they'll quickly roll to where you need to go and you can continue Asher Baruch It's only if it has to be 
a real uh, role, where it's going to be a significant hefsek, that's where he says that you should do it. But if it's close enough, then you don't have to. And then he says, if you said, so then you, you don't have the option of saying anymore. So then the Bishop says, as opposed to where the kids have said, you should say, kids says, then even if it is a little bit of a more of a hefsek, we'd rather you do that and, and say then have to make a whole new bracha. So it's a kind of malachaylam, even if they have to roll a couple of pages, there's still a limit to that, I don't know exactly where the limit is, but you, <coughs> as long as they could roll a little hapsek to get that shabachabano, he says would be uh, the better etza of what to do. I know the kids have mentioned something we've touched on before. If the place he had to lay in was previous to where he's at to, but it's close enough that I could lane from the point where you're supposed to lane through to the point where they showed you, because it's all one of the one parsha. Instead of making the, make the person make a second bracha, start where you're supposed to start, just go through the parts where you showed him initially, and therefore his bracha is going on the part that he looked at, and you're tackling the part that he looked at. Okay, you added a few sukkim, but that's not going to pass up his bracha and require him to make another bracha. Everyone who gets aliyah has to read at least three sukkim. Minimum of ten sukkim for the three aliyahs. Some people say that the one to get the four sukkim should be shlishi. Other people argue on this. Okay. If you only lay in nine sukkim, in other words, three per of the three aliyahs, the three per aliyah, yatsu, you are yaitze. However, the Gayan holds that no, that yeah, ten sukkim is leikuba, and if and if you not have ten, you and you do another bracha. And Shabur says even according to the shita of the kitzer, where he says that you do not. That the says you still should read another three psukim without calling someone up to die without a bracha. Just read more more psukim um, in the tzibur that at least you lane ten psukim. I purim when you lane for a morning before the megillah the kriyas atayra only has nine psukim. Because that's one very specific Indian that has nine psukim. You're not dropping for Indian to Indian, and it fits nicely into that. So that is an exception to the rule of requiring ten. Sif a person should not stop reading when you have rights when we say a parsha, right? We're not referring to the entire parsha, parsha's gracious, what we mean is, right, the smaller parsha is in the parsha, the samach and pays, right, over where the space is in the Torah. So you should not finish closing the parsha, then a psucha, a stuma, whether it's an open or closed parsha, or shleisha, psucha, b'chala pachas. As if you're going to stop before the end of a parsha, or stop at the end of a parsha, if you're going to stop the aliyah before the end of a parsha, make sure you're leaving over at least three psukim to that parsha. But let's say you made a suffice and you made a suffice already and there's less than three psukim left to the parsha. So we don't say, oh, so the next guy has to go back and reread, let's say, the, the prior psukim, so at least he read three psukim from this parsha. He should start from wherever the person before him stopped. And then read three additional psukim into the next parsha. But parsha shein by elosh shein psukim. What happens? That's very nice. If the parsha has three psukim. What if the parsha only has two psukim? Mutalasukram. You could be masuk. In other words, if you're stopping at the end of a parsha, that is fine. You don't have to have three psukim. So therefore, it's a parsha only two psukim. You could stop right at the end of that parsha and you left over two psukim. But that's a parsha shleim, and that's not a problem. The problem is they leave within a parsha. You leave over. If there's a place where there's a piska, a parsha essentially stops 
um, in the middle of the Pasuk, in the beginning of the Pasuk, when it says the words, so that's a, a Piskim in the middle of a Pasuk, but the same thing of the Pasuk, you can stop even the Pasuk right before that. You're starting within the next Pasha, you should start a minimum of three Pasukim into the Pasha. In other you shouldn't start one Pasuk into the Pasha, or start the beginning of the Pasha, or post three Pasukim in. So how is that relevant? It's relevant to the guy who gets the Aliyah before that Pasha. That if, if you're gonna, if the prior Aliyah is gonna go into the next Pasha, it should go a minimum of three Pasukim into the next Pasha. So either stop at the Pasha, or go three Pasukim into the next Pasha. Try as best you can to start and end every aliyah with something good for a Yisrael. So too, do not finish an aliyah with someone who did a bad maisa. Everyone should have a wonderful day and the serious tapas for us and Gans Klai Yisrael.